0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Innal hamdalillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruh wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina man yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa man yudlil fala hadiyalah. Wa ashhadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lahu. وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله أرسله الله إلى الناس كافةً بشيرًا ونذيرًا فبلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وتركنا على المحجة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيغ عنها إلا هالك فصلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن اهتدى بهديه واستنى بسنته ودعا بدعوته إلى يوم الدين my beloved brothers and sisters, I start by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending blessings and salutations upon our beloved Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu wa sallam. I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to be here today and for allowing us to continue worshipping him, whether it's on Fridays or any other occasions. My brothers, there's so much to be thankful for to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in many ways. Often it is through our speech where we praise Him, that we thank Him, we make shukur to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it's the morsels of food that we eat, the families that we have and enjoy, or all of the other niam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us. And it is important that you exercise that. And you often... uh, show your gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and think of the many blessings you have. Yes, I know and we all know that life, it is not always good and sometimes you are going through difficulties, but despite the difficulties, there's always khair in your life, some form of khair. And there is so much to be thankful for, which is why Allah reminds us in the Quran, If you were to enumerate Allah's blessings upon you and, and, and you would not be able to count them. You will not be able to come. There is so much to be grateful for. And among the greatest things that we should be grateful for after our iman is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving us families. And those families consist of pairs, a wife and a husband. And Allah often in the Quran reminds us of that, that he has created us in pairs. Allah mentions uh, and that it is a great ni'mah and favor of his that he has given us wives and from those wives children and from the and grandchildren and Allah mentions at the end of that ayah that are you going to be now are you going to be uh, uh, not, ungrateful for these many blessings that you have and as you guys can all see there is a lot of problems now happening in our homes and we see that our homes are going backwards divorces are increasing Relationship between parents and children are not the way they're supposed to be. Whether it's those children that are not, the children that are not being dutiful to their parents, or sometimes their parents not fulfilling the rights of their children. These things are something that we see in our uh, homes, in our neighbors' homes, in our wider society, and they have a, a negative impact on the ummah as a whole. We often have these discussions, where is the ummah going, how can the ummah be saved, how can we find a better future for our children, how can we solve the many problems that we have. Well it starts with you and it starts with your home. It starts with you because the ummah consists of many many different families and homes that came together. This is what we are and each one of us there are things that we can rectify and it is important that we rectify those things. And this is Inshaallah ta'ala what I would like to focus on today. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about homes in the Qur'an and relations in the Qur'an and the relationship between a wife and a husband in the Qur'an and the Prophet sallallahu teaches in the sunnah, you'll find something that is sadly very different from what we are getting used to today and even normalizing. Where it is disrespect between the spouses, where it is a home filled with anger and mistrust and, 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 and deceit and lying and complaints. And we have to get to the root of these things, and each one of us is responsible. My sisters, you are responsible, you are responsible for your home, you are responsible for your relationship. Because in the end of the day, all of it is things that we'll have to answer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to. Ask yourself this question. Honestly, my brothers and sisters, ask yourself this question: Have I been a good husband? Have I been a good wife? Have I been a good son? Have I been a good parent? Have I fulfilled the rights that Allah will ask me about? And if the answer, and I know each one of us immediately can think of things that they can rectify, and those are the things that we have to rectify, because Allah will ask us about our relationships. Allah will ask us about those that we owed rights to that if we haven't fulfilled them, and we need to fear Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. The love that is in the home is a gift from Allah. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was describing the first union, the first marriage that we know in the Quran, Adam and Hawa. The point of this marriage, this union, the point of Hawa, we mention this in every khutbah, Ajib. When Allah talks about, when, uh, 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 the khutbah, when we talk about khutbah al hajah we mention the ayah. Allah talks about that the fundamental relationship here is that man, woman came from man. We know Allah created Hawa from Adam. Meaning we are intertwined in need of each other from each other. And Allah Right? We need each other. So this antagonistic relationships that we are having in our homes, it needs to disappear. You, when you are in a marriage, you have to understand the rights that the other has Over you, and often there is a lot of focus on rights. He doesn't financially support me enough, she disrespects me and doesn't listen to me. There's no obedience and happiness, and these are the things that are brought to Imams to people and are discussed. But الله, when Allah was describing a, 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 a home and a marriage, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not necessarily describe the hukuk, but Allah mentioned. That the purpose of marriage, Allah mentioned sakina, mawaddah and rahmah. Allah mentioned tranquility, mercy, and love. This is what the home is built upon. And children growing up, this is what they observe, this is what they deserve, this is what they should see. So fear Allah as it relates to your spouse, my sister, fear Allah as it relates to your spouse, my brother. Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I understand perhaps many of you here are not married. But I also know many of you are. And many of you may have been married for a very long time. May Allah continue blessing your marriage. But there is always things that you can rectify. And the Prophet if you look at our religion generally, you may have come here a few weeks ago or last week and there was a khutbah on good akhlaq. Maybe it was a khutbah on good parenting. It all comes together. It all comes together. Too many times you are hearing brothers that are angry all the time in their homes. Now, do you practice the sunnah that you have been taught many times? That when you enter your home, you enter with the dua, you say, Bismillah, you get rid of the shaitan, you give salam to your family, you don't take the baggage and the stress of the world into your house, you greet, you smile, all of this is the sunnah of the Prophet That you pray together in your home, that your home is a place of worship, because the more you worship Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the more barakah and blessing is going to be in your house. If we don't apply these individual sunnahs that you are learning, then you're not going to get there. You may be wondering, well, where is all of this coming from? The, the Sahaba used to say that we recognize that when they are sinful, they say we would recognize that in the uh, in our houses, in our spouses, in our dawab, our rides things would not be going right for us because of errors and mistakes and shortcomings that we have so build on that ikhwani fillah build on that and work on that apply the sunnahs that you learn the prophet sallallahu told us that we shouldn't make our homes into graveyards the Quran should be recited you're wondering why is my home broken why, what, what's happening when was the last time you read Quran in your house when was the last time you prayed jama'ah if you're not going to the masjid pray jama'ah together to qiyam together. The Prophet made dua for the woman that wakes her husband up for qiyam and the husband that wakes his wife up for qiyam. This is all the things that are missing that we are not focused on. And we are constantly talking about rights. Ya Shaykh, wallahi, he doesn't fulfill my rights. Ya Shaykh, she doesn't fulfill my rights. You have to start with yourself and do the basics right. And inshallah ta'ala the hukuq will come. And another thing that you have to remember, my brothers and sisters, is that it's not always about the other person, what they're doing. You do what you're supposed to do. You do your responsibility. And ask Allah to grant you your rights through your husband or your wife. And this is just one element of the home. Just one element of the home. There is so much to talk about when it comes to our homes, whether that is our relationship with uh, our spouses, our relationship with our children, our relationship with even extended family members. Not to mention ikhwani fillah often we bring in cultural baggage that is buried from our deen into our houses and insist on them when the deen has made life a lot easier. And we need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask yourself, are the things that I am requesting from my significant other things that I actually deserve and owe? Or am I transgressing? Fear Allah as it relates to your spouses. Fear Allah. Fear Allah, my brothers and sisters, there's too much that is happening in our homes that, that must be addressed. That must be addressed. We shouldn't be seeing and the effect that this has on the family, so what I'm trying to say, my beloved brothers and sisters, is that there are clearly sometimes individual issues that need to be resolved. But I'll give you a bishara and a Glad Tidings. Allah promised us something in the Quran. And you read that, If the two spouses, they want khair for each other, they want reconciliation, they want good, Allah will bring tawfiq between them. So, what, what am I trying to say to you before you are a husband, before you are a wife, before you are a parent, before you are a child to a parent, you are a servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are a slave to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You have responsibilities to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah will ask you about it. So fulfill the rights of those that you have responsibilities over. Fulfill those rights as an act of worship to Allah. Rectify your akhlaq and your character as a means to get closer to Allah first and foremost because among the easiest ways to enter Jannah is through good akhlaq, like the Prophet sallallahu wa said. Practice the sunan that you've learned and I know you've learned many, whether it's in madrasa or in a a masjid lecture or at a member from the khutbah, practice those sunnahs and put them in practice. Put them in practice. Smile more. Give each other's gifts more. Bring more actively, more happiness. Spend more time with your family. Fear Allah as it relates to them because they could be a means to Jannah, but they could also be a means to the fire. May Allah protect us from it. May Allah protect them and us. And may Allah bless our homes. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless all of our homes and our wives and our children. And make us among those that flourish in dunya and akhirah. My beloved brothers and sisters, I want to conclude by reminding all of us the importance of having taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And having taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being pious is something that should enter every facet of your lives. And as you have to become a better worshiper and as you have a responsibility to learn your religion and get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, also remember your responsibility towards Allah's creation. And inshallah ta'ala, I hope in the future that we can delve more details into the haq of each one of the people that are connected to you, whether those are your parents or your wives, husbands, children, and much more. But remember, in the end of the day, you will be standing in front of Allah alone. And you will be answering for your deeds and your misdeeds. And you want to be standing in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, Allah is the most merciful, but his punishment is also severe. And I want you to make active changes in your life. All of us. We need to stop making these changes. There's no point of listening to a khutbah or a reminder and then you don't take any actions that you apply in your life. There's no point. It is meant to be acted upon. Our deen is the deen of amal and actions. If you're hearing about praying qiyam, praying qiyam, praying qiyam for 20 years and you haven't prayed qiyam, then really those reminders have not benefited you. If you're hearing about give charity, give charity, give charity, and you have never given charity, or you really give charity, then those reminders have not benefited you. So my brothers and sisters, remember this. Every opportunity you get where someone reminds you something, take away something that you can apply in your life. Even if something as simple as, today when you go back home, that you actively see the things that you can improve uh, with regards to your families, your children, your husbands, your wives, etc. And I know you know enough of the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam to apply. Whether it is to be dutiful, kind, obedient, whether it is to give each other gifts, and whether it is to remind each other to pray and to do khair and to try and forgive each other as well. We need a healthy dose of forgiveness in our in, in, in our homes. Forgive each other's shortcomings, overlook them. Overlook them. O them and Insha'Allah, ta'ala may Allah overlook all of our errors and mistakes I include here sallu ala nabiyukum kama amara Allah ta'ala haythu qala inna Allah wa malaikata yusalluna ala nabiy ya ayuha allatheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu Allahumma salli Muhammad wa ali Muhammad kama sallaita ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka Hamidul Majid من مع مَنْ باحسان الى يوم الدين اللهم لا جمعنا هذا الا بذنب مشكور وعمل مبرور اللهم في قلوبنا This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www. Greenlane